storytellers. Today we have on the podcast the second half of our panel conversation that we aired at the beginning of the month with Crystal, Martinez, and Tyler. We hope you enjoy part two of our current Black History Makers episode. I guess we should go right into the whole representation thing. Um, I wonder like how that, how you reconcile that, especially with being a Christian, when the Bible does tell us not to focus on what is seen, you know, but to be, to, to walk by faith. But then kind of like we say that representation matters and being able to see it so yeah. to know that you can do it. Like, how do you... What do you guys think about that? Like, how do you for, for me, like, separate people, that? You know, walk by faith, not by sight. And, you know, Christ over culture. And I agree with both of those statements. The problem that I have is people want to say they, they're, they're not saying Christ over culture. They're saying Christ minus culture. And they're saying faith minus sight. Yeah. That's not what it says. So mm-hmm. we can't we mm-hmm. can't be living in some fake world. It's not it's not a I, I'm very observant of my you know, what I'm saying I'm not I have sight. But I don't let it lead me. That's why I didn't stop. If I was being led by my sight, I can't do anything. I can't be anything. I could never be, you know, any, any the president. You know what I'm saying? If I was walking by my sight, but I'm over here pursuing dreams, this, you know, despite what I see. So, but I do see it because if if I if I turn my eye from it, I won't help other people. And people before me saw it and did something about it. And I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reaping the benefits yeah. of that. So uh, I think we have to not be, uh, my grandma, you say, you know, so spiritually minded, we're no earthly good. You know what I mean? Like you can't be up here in a cloud <laughs> because God made, made colors. The Bible points out so many mm-hmm. people, a Samaritan, this, a Jewish that, uh, you know what I'm saying? These things are being pointed out in the word. Yeah. You know yes. what I'm saying? So. So how come all of a sudden mm-hmm. now we are clear people who walk around culturalists, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Culture is beautiful. <laughs> I love be experiencing my different, and I have a lot of different friends and their cultures are so rich and it's so beautiful to experience them that can, can we not see them? Like I, it's a weird thing to me. And so it gets real. It just gets real weird for me when people start talking in a world like we can't yeah. see anything because you 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 fix your hair, you match your clothes. Yeah. So are are you walking yeah. by sight when you do that? No, mm-hmm. you you you're being mindful of what you look like. You're being mindful of the sight. So I'm I'm real I'm a real like mindful person. Like I, it doesn't lead me, but I'm aware mm-hmm. of it, and I don't ever want to lose the awareness because that's where the problems come in with with a lot of people and stuff. We can't fix problems we're not aware of. Are we we're pretending like yeah. Pastor John said mm-hmm. in church one day, like he was sent, like if you see a homeless person, you you try not to look because once you see it, yeah. you're gonna do something about it. And I think people have been yeah. a person that looks straightforward past the homeless person when it comes to like racial issues, you know, gender issues, any kind of social issue. Sometimes the church does the, you know, Christians or whatever do the just look just look straight. Because that's going to fix that person's problem, right? You know, you're not going to look at them and say, have faith. You know, don't walk by sight. You got food. You don't look at your hand. You know, like, and so this is a, this is a problem. You know what I'm saying? This is a problem because 
the rep everybody's not of faith. We don't we don't only have faith here in this world. You know what I'm saying? We're we have to go to jobs and, and do things, go to grocery store. We're not in, you know, there's there's things that need to be fixed, but we only want to stay in faith land, but instead of using our faith to fix the things we see. Like I, I feel like there needs to be a joining mm -hmm. of that. Like and that's that's what's hurting us as being able to win souls and minister to people because we want to minister to them in a, in a pretend world when they got to go back to yeah. an ugly place. And you're saying, just close your eyes and just mm -hmm. keep living, you know, by faith. And that's, I don't know. It, and and it, it, it kind of just, I don't know. I'm, I have to like sift through that with the Lord. Me and the Lord have to sit over here and talk about that because I know that that's not what he meant. You know what I'm saying? I right. know because Jesus was going around yeah. fixing problems that dealt with more than faith. <clears throat> so, you know, I have to be mindful of that, you know. Can I say can I say oh, something? Can I say something to that? Okay. Hello, Mindy. When she, when she was talking, it just made me think of the verse and I apologize because I don't know where it is, but it, it's in the New Testament. It says, if anybody sees his brother has a need and doesn't do anything mm -hmm. about it, then that yeah. that's not what the gospel is all about. It's like you see the need and then you yeah. do something about it because you've seen it. And so that kind of makes me think, you know, of that. Or And then there's that other verse that says you see your brother hungry and you say, well, go on your way, be warm and, yeah. and yeah, filled. Exactly. But he doesn't do anything yeah. about it. That's not what it is. And so we can see the needs and then we can, can do something to help with whatever that need is, whether it's an actual physical need or a need of yeah. representation. And, and, and for some reason, and every other need is okay to have. Every other issue is fine. If somebody was having gender, you know, issues on the job and not paying me enough because I'm a woman, it's fine. But if you say black, oh, yeah, I need to get over mm -hmm. that. Like, I, like, wait, what? Just oh. trying to fix a problem. Um. Yeah. Again, Crystal, did yeah. you want to go first or? Okay. I do. Thank you. Um, I'm Every time, gentlemen, we 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 thank God for men like you in the world. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Yes. I, I just don't want to over talk, okay. but I do want to say this. Like, yeah, Martinez, we can be proud of being black for representation. Yes, we need to see it. Yes, our girls need to see black women or people that look like them doing well, doing great, succeeding in life, and. Uh, yeah, all black people don't represent everybody's yeah. way and everybody's yeah. thoughts and everybody's feelings and mm -hmm. views. And I think, yeah, we have black people and people, period, who go and do things and they misrepresent us. We are not like that. We are all not thinking this way. We are yeah. all not mm -hmm. feeling this way. But we do need to be proud of being who we are. Yeah. I'm a black African-American woman and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of my race. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of the people whose backs I stand on today because if it weren't for them, we wouldn't be where we are. And so as far as like thinking in that, I guess for the people who feel like they don't want to so much so see that or acknowledge that, no, you can't not. We cannot not be who we are. We cannot be black. We are black. This is who God made us. If it didn't matter, he wouldn't have created us in all these different shades and, yeah. you know, things. So, yes, it, it's important and it matters. But I just think that sometimes, you know, we have so many on this on this side, like so many bad black 
whatever and then so many bad white whatever that it's just like as far as us representing each other or feeling like however we feel about a black thing or a white thing I think it's it's misunderstood and it's misrepresented too often so like one bad apple you know one rotten apple what happens spoils the whole bag and that this thing for people who aren't proud to be who they are because oh they think we're like this or oh they think this of us well no I don't I won't walk around with that on my shoulder I just won't I believe anyone knew what it was like to be black to be discriminated to be persecuted for things no crimes they never committed with Jesus and I believe Jesus made it very clear, you know, to show the type of discriminations and, you know, the persecution he went through because he wanted to identify with the black person and what, you know, what we dealt with, you know, what we feel like, you know, we're, you know, what we're dealing with now, what we deal with through slavery. And I believe Jesus, you know, vital, you know, very much prioritized that type of representation. But I also believe in representation is, again, it speaks value, you know, you know, when I heard that, you know, when I see something, you know, when I see myself on media at times, you know, when I see black, you know, black representation in media, a lot of times growing up, it was in the hood. It was in places where it seemed like, you know, people were striving to get out of, but it never seemed like it was a place where people thrived. And to me, that always just really sucked. And, you know, whereas, you know, in other forms of media, where you read comic books, where you, you know, watch different movies, a lot of times it just seemed like they were white male leads. And the black person was just there to be a token, you know, just to say, you know, we filled the quota. And that's just how I felt at times when I was, when I was looking at, you know, when I was taking in these forms of media, but, you know, it's very rare, you know, when I want, when I'll go to see a movie like Black Panther, when it's all black cast, when it's all black, you know, production team, you know, it was black led and just to see the type of, to see myself in such a, see my skin color Mm -hmm. in such a form of excellence, you know, it really much, it very much spoke to me and it was really one of those things that really inspired me to step out and be a storyteller myself. So, I mean, just seeing representation, it can inspire people who are around you. It can inspire people who are watching you, you know, to go out and pursue their dreams. But what happens when you don't find that in people who look like you? Mm-hmm. What happens when you, when the media, I mean, when the media wants to prioritize, you know, someone getting killed in a very nice neighborhood versus someone who's getting killed in a neighborhood where violence is rampant and, there's no stories about people going in to help rehabilitate these neighborhoods, you know, to help them, you know, these neighborhoods get back on their feet by planting good businesses, not just drug stores. Now, I mean, not, not drug, but not just liquor stores and just, you know, businesses that are going to keep the neighborhood, you know, the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I see, you know, when I see, when I turn on the news and I see, you know, more people in, you know, these neighborhoods just dying and dying and no one's even caring anything about it. You know, that's the type of representation that can trap you into thinking like there is no way out. Um, But the reason why, even in my art, when I'm drawing mainly Afrocentric and Black things, my goal is to paint us in in a portrait of, you know, this is, you know, this is us, you know, this is us just not in what Mm -hmm. society thinks we are. This is us in excellence. And we do that, that, I mean, that, I mean, for what it did for me, I just wanted yeah. to, I want to be used in a way that it can do for other two, mm-hmm. you know, other kids too. Like Martina said, you know, we don't get them while they're young. I mean, 
that is going to make it so much hard for them to believe these things as they get older, as after they live life. Yeah. We can get them young and we can, you know, teach them young. Yes, you can be this. My mom, and I thank God for it. She taught me that you mm-hmm. can be this. You can be who, whoever you want to be. You know, you can be that. You can go, you can have, you can be successful. But a lot of times, you know, it's not when we, again, we turn on the media, it's not, when we turn on the movie, it's, it's not that for us. You know, if things are getting better, definitely. But the thing is, yeah. it's not nowhere near where it should be. I mean, and that's why I personally, I really do believe in black owned because when it is black owned, it's more than likely going to be taken care of. It's, it's going to get the proper care it needs. And, you know, that, that's just why I'm really big on it because again, it, for what it did for me, for the inspiration it put into me to be who I knew God was calling me to be, the the seeds it planted in my heart, I know it can do that for others, and I know it needs to do that for others who look like me too, especially when they're as kids. For me, as a teacher, representation matters for children. Like they're they're not they don't have faith mm-hmm. yet. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not there yet. They're being shaped. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. I don't I don't as an adult I don't care who tries to represent me. I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? And and as a person of faith, I definitely don't need it. But for the children who are in first grade, you know what I'm saying? And there's no doll mm-hmm. that looks like them. But they're you know they have that now. But I know what it's like yeah. to be a child and you, you know everything cute, everything pretty never was me. It was just. My all my Barbies mm-hmm. that had the best stuff was the one that had the blonde hair, and uh, you know, or I could get you know the other Barbie didn't come with anything, you know. I wanted the Barbie yeah. with the the kitchen set and the swimming pool set, so I'm gonna get a doll that doesn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, you know what I'm saying? People, kids know that when you have a baby, mm-hmm. it looks like you. So I'm walking around my baby doll looking nothing like me, you know. And so as a t- <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is, not laughing her, at that. Her, 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 so dad, her dad's wife, okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a child trying to explain. Jesus. But, I mean, and just to tell a quick funny story, as an adult, okay, y'all don't talk about me, but in 2014, I was getting braids every month. Like, my cousin was doing my braids, like, every other week or whatever. Nobody knew I had a small little afro. Nobody knew. And oh. at camp, we went to camp that summer. Whole school year, I had braids. I put coconut oil on my hair. I didn't know I was highly allergic. <laughs> and the doctor's like, you got to take the braids mm-hmm. out. And I said, and do what? Because nobody knows I have this little small afro. And I was near tears at the thought of coming out my door with my afro because it wasn't really a big thing just yet. You know what I'm saying? And, it, mm-hmm. and the afros that I was seeing that were everywhere were like the twist out. You got to have a fresh twist out or your afro is just it's not acceptable. So, Curly and elongated. Yeah. So I got this little <laughs> small nappy fro and a little headband mm-hmm. on, and I'm just like, I'm covered in bumps too because I allergic reaction. So I'm feeling like the ugliest thing on the planet. And and, and you know, and and it did something to me. Like you, this your. I had to. I'm literally in the, in the house having like a back and forth. This is your hair. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. yours. <laughs> it grew out mm-hmm. like this. And you are gonna have to. So I I took a picture of. I took a selfie. And I posted it and I was smiling. And I said, like, sometimes you got to smile through it. Right. And that was me, like, making myself be okay with my hair. So when school starts, you know, now people know I got a fro. Hey, it's mm-hmm. out there now. 
somebody made a comment about, well, you know, it's not that professional, but you are the art teacher. So, okay, I guess it's fine. Okay. I'm an adult. Oh, this no. is like six years ago. Oh. So, you know, and the little girl, little girls come in my class and their mama didn't get a chance to redo their braids before Monday. Boys are clowning them. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm picking up mm-hmm. on all of this because mm-hmm. I am aware. I'm not looking away from none of this. And so, uh, so I was intentional about wearing my fro and the little girl comes in and I'm like, oh, twins. And she Aww. just smiled. She, yeah. you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, little girls are not wanting to come in the classroom because they know even at night and not even white kids going to talk about them, our own selves, you know what I'm saying? Our own yeah. race, not being yeah. okay with our own yeah. hair. And, and I'm, it's not embraced. But if, if, if think about if mm-hmm. half the dolls on the shelf had a small afro, they would not be that ashamed. And, mm-hmm. and people, you make making a big deal out of nothing. I am working with children who are going to be the future leaders. I'm trying to help them be okay with being themselves. They don't. I became a representation for those little girls whose mama yeah. didn't have the money to keep putting weave in their hair. People don't. And I guess, <laughs> and I, I can't. Sometimes I get frustrated mm-hmm. because I'm looking at things. And other people aren't, they just don't see it like I see it. And they're saying that I'm being divisive or making a big deal or I'm being racial or I'm not walking by faith. Like I'm, I'm getting attacked for, for being aware. And it's like, if you haven't been working with all these different children and seeing the common problem, you're not going to know what I know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it for mm-hmm. the future of the race or the, or the world period. You know, like I, I see the problem firsthand, you know, and so, you know, I try to be, make people aware, but I don't want to look like I have, but it's like I get accused of not having any faith or not having my identity in Christ. Like my spirit man is wrapped in a body. Yeah. I'm not this, I, you know, I eat healthy food sometimes because it's because the body, you know what I'm saying? So. I know that it's important yeah. that kids see themselves in a in a better light yeah. because the TV is gonna give them enough criminals in their color. So you know, I, to me, it's in every a lot of what I do is because of children. They they somebody paid for our school to take all a bunch of kids from different schools to see Black Panther and just to watch them watch, watching the movie, like I kept tearing up just to watch them seeing that as little boys, little girls, you know seeing science going on, technology, seeing a king, you know, it, it, I don't care what anybody says because yeah. they don't have to agree with me. I saw it make a difference. The way the kids act when we came back to the school, I mean, they couldn't up the next day, but that day, <laughs> that day, you know, <laughs> everybody, you know, and I, you know, I tried to dress up like the movie while we were on the field trip, you know, I was all in my little tire. And so it was, it was, a thing that I, I I know I didn't get as a child, you know. Yeah. So it was just, you know, I I know that it matters because I've seen it make a difference. So who are your heroes for you guys? Like who's someone that you has inspired you mm. when you talk about representation? Who who inspires you? I mean, like historically, or you mean like? I mean, right right now, the, uh, it's up to you. Who's who's a hero now. of yours that you have? Uh, is is you know walking you know the, the, <laughs> she's doing what I'm you know what I'm walking towards she's there you know what I'm saying like as far as like person I know you know but um Harry Tubman has always been a mm-hmm. 
one of mine. Look, but I, I giggle because the first thing that comes to mind is Jesus, you're my superhero. That's too much kids church for the brain. <laughs> but no, literally, mm-hmm. like, hey, Jesus is our hero. He saved my life. That's yeah. number one. But like in mm-hmm. in African American past and all the people whose shoulders we stand on, they are my heroes. They are. And I don't know them by name, mm-hmm. but all that they went through, all that they've had to endure. That's heroic. I don't know if I would have made it the way they did. And, you know, because of them, I'm not ashamed Mm -hmm. to speak intelligently or be or represent my culture in the form that I do. Mm -hmm. And I thank them for all that they've done. I do. I can't name them because it's too many of them. But, hey, I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for all those who came before us who did so much. And Dr. King, of course, I mean. That's just who I am. I am Dr. King. I would say that in lady form. So let's just do what we need to do for, um, you know, we hadn't done as much as we should to be heroic or, you know, enough for equal rights amongst each other. Um, so, you know, definitely anyway. appreciating the ones that came before us. But I know for me as a storyteller, specifically who the people I want to honor are, for one, Ryan Coogler, the one who directed and wrote Black Panther. And wrote some really great movies before that and directed them. Um, a, another man mm-hmm. by the name of Aaron yeah. Recruiter. He was actually the creator of the Boondocks. And even though I know that's not a y'all show, but just seeing someone who was black, you know, who created a very black centric show, especially <laughs> for me growing up, um, to where it could actually, you know, you can actually just, he could just speak on whatever you want to speak on freely, no matter what, regardless of what people call it controversial. I do. I know that what, while it is in Gali, it did pay pay way for me to want to do the things that I want to do as a storyteller, as far as you know, creating my own black cast and you know, just writing the stories that I know I want to write that talk about the experience of being black. Is what I, I definitely want to honor guys like those. Um, you know, there again, there are some more, but you no, know, those are two guys that I really do that really have inspired me. Another man by the name of Tony Hissy Coates. Again, um, just a great writer, phenomenal writer. Um, he he's wrote definitely a, he's wrote a few essays, but he, you know, personal essays. But he's also, I believe, the current mm-hmm. writer for Black Panther Comics. You know, those are like three guys that I really have really have shaped me into being the storyteller that I am today, and I really want to honor those guys. For my fun question, in keeping with Black History Month, okay. What what is something that every black person does in their house? Y'all tell me something <laughs> that is just like a universal, a universal black thing. Like I will start to give y'all an example. Like we put the cereal boxes on top of the refrigerator. Like I've always I've always remember seeing that in my grandma's house and my great grandmother's oh, wow. house. <laughs> Putting cereal boxes on top of it. I don't know why we have a pantry. We have the other places, but the cereal goes on the top of the refrigerator. Oh, I, 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 I need to see my options. I don't know. Oh, see? I don't like it at all. I would never. I, nothing can what? go on top of that fridge. No food, <laughs> no nothing, because I hated it. It was tacky. Look at really? Oh, I man. got a problem. Uh, hey, I feel attacked. No. I feel attacked. <laughs> it was tacky with ah! it. <laughs> okay do y'all have something Look, that, box, that when uh, growing up on hot days and 
like everywhere I went from uncle to grandma to aunts, they had an AC and sometimes they didn't use it. But listen, a box fan in the window. I just like my brother slept with that box fan <laughs> over his head at night. And I thought, is this what? not everyone? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Is not everybody doing this? It's <laughs> not universal? Worldwide? No, <laughs> it's not everybody. <laughs> no, the cereal I I grew up with cereal on see, the refrigerator. Wow, see, that is yeah, that is the American. Really? Uh, all, I, all right. All I know is people turn off every light. Okay, it's American. So. <laughs> Tyler, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're scared. <laughs> really? The light on the stove is going on at night. Yes. Y'all don't got enough yes. screens. Y'all need some more screens. You do that too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I know that they do this. I, <laughs> I thought it was so we can make sure to grease off the stove and everything clean. Oh, my goodness. Like, that's why my mom left it off. <laughs> to be sure it's wiped oh. down. Like, what? <laughs> oh, so you got that cleaning mindset. That's the reason. Oh, Wait, okay, so Mindy, Mindy did if you went to play outside and then you came back in, did your parents say anything to you? Oh, you are not about to say that. When I came when inside. you came inside. <laughs> I I don't you remember. gotta pick one. You're gonna be inside or outside. Because my door not gonna be open. So, oh. oh. Well, no, I mean yeah. when they're done oh, playing, oh, it's, you smell that. like outside. You need to go yeah. take a shower. <laughs> are you are you trying to cool out outside? Are you trying to cool? Yes. Close my door. Yeah. I got told I smelled like a puppy yes. dog. Or yeah. drink water from the yes. water hose. See, this is universal. She did it too. Y'all, y'all just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm, I was the only one on the. Did block. you have to come in street when the light. lights were on? Too? They called me street light. I was I was trying to tell mom you can't keep coming outside. Wow. With your hand on your hip, <laughs> the street light because they're talking about me. Mm-mm. Okay, Mindy. Okay, did you have plastic runners on the hallway, on the floor, no. in the hallway? We didn't have a carpeted house. Or if you had a runner at the front door, oh, of, you didn't have carpet the okay. to keep the tread right. Yeah. Well, y'all, this has been really fun, really enlightening. I thank y'all for being brave enough to speak on your life, your experiences, your thoughts and opinions. I would say even after this and once this airs, don't let anybody bully you. Don't don't let anybody tell you that what you happen to say wasn't right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Your story matters because that's just what it is. That's why we mm-hmm. share this and it'll help somebody else who's listening. So thank you again, Crystal, Martinez, Tyler, do y'all want to tell people where to follow you? Maybe tell people how to get in touch with your business or um, wow. how to buy your um, books. I do Go no ahead, public advertising. All my work is by referral. Um, but you can find me on Facebook okay. or text me, get a friend, ask for my number. I don't have any candles <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm just old fashioned. <laughs> referral only, a clean house. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Martinez, go ahead. And Instagram, uh, Teeny Step of Faith on um, Facebook, and also that's the name of my first book on Amazon, A Teeny Step of Faith, A Teeny Step Further. Both books available on Amazon. 
And Tini the writer at gmail.com if you need to email me. Uh, yeah, I'm on, awesome. you know, the main platforms I'm on now are TikTok and uh, Instagram. Uh, Black Sheep Ooh, Manga Tyler? is my main page on Instagram. Black, take the A out and replace it with an X, but Black Sheep Manga, M-A-G-M-A-N-G-A. So. Okay. It was fun. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again for taking up your Saturday time. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you guys.